0: I'm Samantha martin Bird, and I'm sitting here in my friend Amanda's living room (laughs) at George Gordon's. Amanda, do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Amanda
1: Mosme. I teach grade four for George Gordon Education Center. I live in uh, George Gordon First Nation in Saskatchewan.
0: Uh, You were telling me earlier about how your grade four class was putting on some sort of play. Can you tell us more about that?
1: From one of my social studies unit, I did a treaty play. We had reenacted the signing of Treaty 4. We had lots of costumes and roles that they played. It was called Treaty for All, and it was the signing of Treaty 4.
0: So tell us a little bit about the history of Treaty 4.
1: When the Canadian government was signing the number of treaties with um, the First Nations people in southeastern Saskatchewan, which just covers about a third of the province, there was a signing of Treaty 4 happened in 1874 with a commissioner that came out by the name of Alexander Morris. Now, one of my students has played his role along with the Queen and the British Crown being there. So that interactive learning that they had experienced from it not only helped them with their identity and helped them understand the Canadian history, they had tons of questions and it just became an inquiry-based learning mechanism for all my students. We started it very small and it kind of gained interest throughout our community of George Gordon that we ended up having a dinner play. And inside the dinner and a play, we had served our community supper and they came out to watch my students perform. I had one guy that was a narrator and did four scenes. In the four scenes, they had even talked about how the, the women had played roles in the signing of the treaties, and yet it was only our male chiefs that had signed. But the significance of the pipe and the significance of all of the, the people involved in the signing of the treaties was more understood from my students. Within our play, in between each four scenes, we had our audience holding a wand and they had true or false. So my mm. narrator would read true or false questions to them about the signing of the treaty and the long days of discussion, right down to the actual day of signing. And how long the treaties are supposed to last and and understanding the concept of um, as long as the sun shines, the, the grass grows and the rivers flow. And so not only was I teaching my community members, I was teaching my students all at the same time. So it became an engaging, interactive evening of laughs, understanding and most importantly, learning.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And so you were telling me that tomorrow is Treaty Day for George Gordon. What is a Treaty Day?
1: Treaty Day is when the people from the government come out to and hand out annuity payments. An annuity payment is the five dollars received from every band, every band member of George Gordon First Nation. They come out and they do that every year as a part of a, a treaty agreement between the crown and First Nations people.
0: Can you tell me more about the five dollars? That doesn't seem like a whole lot of money.
1: Remember that it was signed in 1874, so that's the time era that back then probably it was a lot of money to the the First Nations people so that's kind of like the agreement on, and it's still that same amount today
0: so the five dollars doesn't account for inflation at all no how do you feel about that
1: it's hard to explain especially to children that don't understand and we try to make it still a celebration still understanding and a learning day of understanding what treaties are how it all evolved and how it's, how it's changing and we still want to teach our children to fight for their treaty rights
0: so when you were creating the play for your students and when you were uh, preparing this whole curriculum to teach Treaty Ed uh, to your grade four students here at George Gordon, what resources were the most helpful for you in uh, developing that?
1: I went on to the Saskatchewan curriculum and alongside with the Saskatchewan curriculum, there's actually a Treaty Ed outcomes and indicators that have been provided for us. So I used those as my guides to help me know what outcomes I needed to learn specifically for my grade four students. So that was very helpful. But not only that, I also, in Saskatchewan, we have what's called the Office of Treaty Commissioner. And I phoned them and asked them for resources and told them exactly what I was doing. They have a whole kit provided for K to 12 students, all levels of education to teach about the treaties. And I use a lot of their resources. They have a great library full of material and books available specifically to teach treaties in the classroom.
0: There's a lot of educators, I think, in Ontario who are always looking for more resources in how to teach treaty education. So it's really helpful to learn that Saskatchewan has, Office of the Treaty Commissioner, uh, has already developed so much in this area. I was noticing over on your bookshelf, you have this book, Clearing the Plains. What's so great about this book? James
1: Sashchuk has written this book with uh, with the real account of what happened in history
0: does he sugarcoat things and make things really easy to swallow mm. for white people
1: no it's raw it's real it's um <laughs> it's genuinely told in a real account of uh, history from an indigenous perspective and understanding what exactly happened in history with first residential schools with uh signing of the trees and the way things have come the way they are today
0: so as a cree woman reading this book how did it make you feel I had a
1: lot of emotions reading this book. It was uh, a tough read. It was understanding your ancestral ties and your, your own history and coming from knowing that when you're on First Nation land, that how it all came to be.
0: Did you feel like, oh, like finally I'm reading a book that tells it as it is? Exactly. Um, I want to switch gears here a bit and talk about uh, the Regina Public Library System. And so earlier today, I was in Regina and I went into North Central, um, also known as The Hood, um, because I wanted to check out what the community libraries look like there. And I came into the center. I don't know how to say it. Can you say it for me?
1: Mama Tawison.
0: Center. Can you share with us
1: about that center? I'm not really that familiar with it. I just know that their vision was to create a community space for uh, First Nations and Indigenous because they're centered right in the center of a community that has a lot of the residents in that community are, are First Nations people. So they created a, a building that they had elders and community members came together with this vision to create this Library and school and community center, they ha- they host round dances and certain ceremonies, maybe dances. And they I, I know for a fact that a lot of com- a community members visit and it's almost like the, the heart of the community. Mm-hmm. It brings people together mm-hmm. and, and a, in a good, positive way. I, almost like a healing center for the community and re- and right in the center.
0: I really enjoyed my visit there. Too. I was really struck by how... The library was one part of this like greater community center and there's like gyms there. There's other community rooms going on. There's a, the entire theme of the library section includes, it's like a star blanket theme. The star blanket image is sort of the motif throughout all of the logos, which is really cool how like Cree, Cree culture is being centered in that way. And of course there's like indigenous paintings everywhere, indigenous kids everywhere. I thought it was a really cool space and I'm, I was really excited to see that in Regina.
1: I think it's nice just for children to go to a place where they see their own culture. Mm-hmm. That's not very common in a lot of uh, city centers, I guess, that they have created their own space where they see and feel part of something in their culture and understanding that they see their own face with them. I think that's um, the the best thing for that community and the people that go there. And it really did bring the community together. in in a good way and where they can celebrate and dance and art. It's a really cool resource that the community has.
0: Earlier today, we went over to the George Gordon Education Center. So we went over and you were showing me your grade four classroom and you were showing me the library right in the reserve school. And I was really fascinated by some of the history of it. Can you share a bit more about that?
1: Our library is right in the center of our school and we dedicated our library to the First Nations veterans that served. It's called the Howard Anderson First Nation Veteran Library, and it was dedicated to Howard Anderson because he was an instrumental in helping First Nations veterans across Canada receive the proper compensation. He stood out as a hero in our First Nation of George Gordon's, we have in our library hanging all the pictures of all the First Nation veterans from our First Nation.
0: And uh, are you guys related in any
1: way? <laughs> Howard Anderson is my grandfather.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's such a cool space, and I really like the way the Indigenous veterans from from this specific community. Like, I was is- astounded by how many George Gordon First Nations veterans, how they are honored throughout. And then you were telling me that a friend of ours was the painter for the the entrance and the mm-hmm. other sign.
1: Her name is Al uh, Lindsay Bear. She's the grade 6 teacher. She also went through the Indigenous Education program mm-hmm. at uh, First Nations University with myself and she had was the librarian before she went to school and she had created the the doorway and they had like a a grand opening and the ribbon cutting the whole celebration day for opening of the library.
0: I wanted to finish off by asking you a really light and breezy question. <laughs> what is one thing that you wish all Canadians understood about treaties?
1: That when this of the signing of the treaties, the significant for us as first Nations people and saying that it was a sacred covenant with the creator that we understood, we bring mm-hmm. our higher ups into mm-hmm. the signing of the treaties, which means that you have to keep your promise.